The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. From Los Angeles back in the 1970s to St. Louis back in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And then back to Los Angeles in the late 2010s to the 2020s. From the fearsome foursome to the greatest show on turf to just simply the LA Rams. Super Bowl 34, Super Bowl 56. Ram fans across the nation, Ram fans across the world, the playmaker down there silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's go. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ramley Talk. Back from our bye week, because the Ram was on a bye week last week, and we have to prepare for week number eight of the NFL season. So y'all know your host down to play make a silence here because it's good to be back after taking the taking last week off along with the Los Angeles Rams. We had our bye week before we had our bye week. We played the Carolina Panthers in week six. And we beat the Carolina Panthers 24 to 10. It was a it was a tightly contested first half with the Panthers leading 10 to 7 at the half after Matthew Stafford threw a another pick six that went back for a touchdown for Carolina to give them the lead at half. And then the Rams came out in the second half and scored 17 unanswered. To win the game 24-10. to 10, Shutting out the Carolina Panthers at halftime. P.J. Walker was making his first start for the Carolina Panthers this season with the injuries of Baker Mayfield. Chris McCaffrey was the leading rusher and receiver for the Carolina Panthers. 13 carries for 69 yards on the ground. 7 carries for 89 yards through the air. Thus, that will be in his last game with the Carolina Panthers because he got traded to a team that we're getting ready to play on Sunday out of all teams. And that would be the San Francisco 49ers, and I'll get to that game in a minute. But Matthew Stafford's numbers, he was 26 for 33, 253, a touchdown in that picture that I mentioned earlier. Darren Henderson, who is the man in the backfield now, as of right now, because the Rams are trying to uh, trade Cam makers. He had 12 carries for 43 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup led a receiving court per usual with seven catches and 80 yards. Uh, Allen Robinson did get his second touchdown of the season with the Rams from Matthew Stafford. Allen Robinson had five catches for 63 yards, and that touchdown that I mentioned earlier. Ben Skoranek, five catches, 40 yards. You know, Brandon Powell got in the action with four catches, 27 yards. Matthew Stafford spread the ball around quite a bit more. 
Cooper Cup was leading with seven catches on eight targets. But we saw Allen Robinson get six targets and caught five of them. The ball has been spreaded around a little bit more, and the focus is not on just Cooper Cup now. Now that we had a bye week and whatnot, we're going to see if there's more people, more spreading the ball around when it comes to passing games. But nevertheless, Jalen Ramsey got his second career sack of the year. He got his first career sack against Cooper Rush. And that game against the Cowboys, we ended up losing. And then against the Panthers, he was able to sack P.J. Walker. So Jalen Ramsey, back-to-back games with a sack. I wonder if they're going to try to see if he can get a third one against Jimmy G, but we should see how that goes. Defense did their job. wasn't spectacular, but they did their job. They held the Carolina Panthers offense to just three points. You know, the touchdown came from a pick six. So we know the defense is doing their job. Defense is doing that thing. Nothing to all I had about defense is doing their job. They're looking pretty good right now on the defensive side of the ball. And I like what we're seeing. So the Rams are actively trying to shop Cam Akers. That's why Cam Akers didn't play. And he probably won't play this week either. They're trying to get him a new start. And they're trying to start fresh as well. It could be hard because we just saw James Robinson get traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the New York Jets for a six-round pick that can turn into a fifth-round pick. So the running back market out here ain't all that good. And that kissing Christian, Christian McCaffrey trade... Kinda helps that he kinda helps that too because the Rams did offer something better than the San Francisco 49ers, but they wanted but the Carolina Panthers went for the 49ers offer. Which is interesting enough to say the least. But I dive into more than that when I get ready to talk about the the whole uh, game with the San Francisco 49ers coming up. We had a bye week. Hopefully we can get some players back after having this bye week. I'm looking at the injury report. This is from the this is the latest from October 27th of yesterday. Eric Henderson is it on the field for the opening portion of Wednesday's practice. They have Cam Makers as doubtful. Quentin Lace, the safety heels group out with a knee injury. Uh, Rance Jefferson is designated to return from his knee injury. That was back on Monday, so we should be able to see him. Uh, we did lose Joe Noteboom for the season with a torn Achilles, so prayers out to Joe Noteboom. And it continues the theme of our offensive line is getting beat up left and right, man. We should have our center Brandon Allen back for this game. But it's kind of hard when you just keep having to switch offensive linemen in and out, in and out. Uh, hopefully, David Edwards has clear concussion protocol, but we need to be careful with him because he's had suffered two concussions this season already. So we wanna, might want to be careful with David Edwards. Bring him back slowly but surely. So we still trying to work some things out here. Hopefully, we're getting some players back. We put... Cam Akers on, not Cam Akers, we put uh, Troy Hill on the, on the IR. No, he should be ready to return from IR, along with Vance Jefferson for this week. So we should be getting some players back. So Vance Jefferson should be making his debut against the 49ers. Troy Hill should be making his return. But Derrick Kendrick has been playing well on the other side of Jalen Ramsey, so that's good. 
they have another corner out there. Because we are going against the San Francisco 49ers. So, before I get into the San Francisco 49ers, though. You know, I got to talk about this trade. Because it turns out the Rams actually tried to trade for Christian McCaffrey. But it didn't work out that way. Because San Fran ended up getting him. And it's crazy how things go about in this business that we call sports in the NFL. Uh, sports Illustrator came with this article. And I can't, I have to read this article. So, Rams, Sean McVay on 49ers Christmas McCaffrey trade. The 49ers landed Christmas McCaffrey in their blockbuster trade with the Carolina Panthers a week. In exchange for a second, third, and fourth round pick draft picks in 2023 and a fifth round draft pick in 2024. The deal gave San Francisco's offense a major boost and a dynamic playmaker, much to the charging of Shami Bay and the Rams. Los Angeles was among the other suitors in pursuit of McCaffrey, along with the Buffalo Bills, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Denver Broncos. However, none could match the price offered by the Niners, who were also the first team to reach out to Carolina. Now, here's what it says. Los Angeles' final offer was a second and a third round picks in 2023, fourth and fifth round picks in 2024, and running back Cam Makers. But it ultimately wasn't enough to beat out the Niners. The tiebreaker was the fact that the Rams didn't have a fourth-round pick in the 2023 draft to send back to the, to the Panthers. McCaffrey made his debut in limited fashion for the 49ers on Sunday, tallying eight carries for 38 yards and two catches for 24 yards and a 44-23 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll get the opportunity for a more complete workload this upcoming week against none other than McVay and the Rams. So they wanted a fourth round pick for this coming draft. That's the difference between Chris McCaffrey becoming a Ram and Chris McCaffrey becoming 49ers. If truth be told, let's just call it what it is. They didn't they didn't want another running back. They didn't want Cam Makers. That's really what it is. They didn't want Cam Makers because they got rid of running back. They didn't want to bring in a running back. They trying to rebuild. They have given up on the season. Well, at least I thought they was giving up the season, but they did beat Tampa Bay this past Sunday. So the tune of 21-3 with PJ Rogers to go starting quarterback and Chip Hover being the leading, being the starting running back, along with Deontay Foreman. They didn't want Cam Akers. Okay. So basically what you're saying is if you would have switched Cam Akers out for a fourth round pick of this year's draft, which the Rams don't have. Christian McCaffrey will be around and not in Santa Clara. That's pretty much how it boils down to. But I'm going to take a break right here, get a word from my sponsor. And then when I come back, we're going to preview America's Game of the Week. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license 
sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team. Whip the hardware. Get comfortable. Because fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk with your host, Dan the Playmakers Allen's here. Now it's time to get down to business. It is time to get down to business. It is round two between the Rams and the 49ers. Round two, we all know what happened in round one, but per usual, you know, I have to recap what went down in week four on Monday Night Football. In Santa Clara, between the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Let's, head, let's go back in time, shall we? Just four weeks ago. 49ers 24, Los Angeles Rams 9. In a game where Matthew Stafford went 32 for 48, 254, and a pick, which was a pick six, by the way. Daryl Henson was the leading rusher with only seven carries with 27 yards. No running game to speak of. Cam Akers had eight carries with 13 yards. Cooper Cup was the leading receiver with 14 catches, 122 yards. Tyler Higby had 10 catches with 73 yards. No signing of Allen Robinson, just two catches and seven yards. That was a problem that I had. Matthew Stubber also fumbled the football and lost it to the 49ers. The Rams' defense didn't get no sacks on Jimmy Garoppolo. And speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, he was 16 for 27, 239, and one touchdown. Jeff Wilson had 18 carries, 74 yards on a touchdown. Debo Samuel, six catches, 115, and a touchdown, what came on a 57-yard catch. Where DeAndre Kendrick, as we all know, we seen the play. He jumped the route. He, seen it. he knew it was coming, but Garoppolo threw the ball high. Debo went up and grabbed it, and 57 yards later, he was in the end zone, which was pretty much the turning point of the game that ended it. And I was said, and I said it on the week, the week after I did the Ramley talk. That was two weeks in a row. One big play turned the game around against the Cowboys and the 49ers. Against the Cowboys, we took the lead 10-9, and we let a 58-yard run by uh, Tony Pollard and Cowboys never looked back since. Here. We fighting, we're, we're in the game. I believe it was like, if I remember correctly, I think it was like 9-6, something like that. It was 6-7. It was 6-7, 49ers way. And then the 57-yard pass from Jeremy Garoppolo to Debo Sanders took place, and the 49ers never looked back since. So it was back-to-back weeks. Big plays to happen against the Rams, and the team who made the big play didn't look back. Nevertheless, we come we come back, we beat Carolina before our bar to get the three and three. The 49ers, on the other hand, not so good. Surprising L in Atlanta to the tune of 28 to 14. And they are saying the, the 49ers are right there with injuries on the defensive side. Jimmy Garoppolo was 29 for 41, 296, two touchdowns and two picks against the Falcons. Jeff Wilson had seven carries with 25 yards against the Falcons. Brandon Ayut later receiving call with eight catches, 83 yards, and two touchdowns. 
that was against the 49ers, where Marcus Mariota was 13 for 14, 129, and two touchdowns. Efficient, not surpri- not eye-popping numbers, but efficient. And Marcus Marcus Mariota had a rushing touchdown on six carries for 50 yards. So that took place. That was two weeks ago. And then last week, back in San Clara, back home, looking to bounce back, the Kansas City Chiefs come rolling in. And then in the second half, the Kansas City Chiefs smacked the 49ers around to the tomb of 44-23. to It was a halftime score. It was a halftime score of 14-13 Kansas City way. And from that point forward, they outscored the 49ers 30-10 to in the second half to beat them by 21. Patrick Mahomes, 25-34, full 23, three touchdowns and one pick. Jimmy Garoppolo, 25-37, 303, two touchdowns and a pick. Jeff Wilson had seven carries for 54 yards. George Kittle led the receiving court for the 49ers with six catches, 91 yards and a touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster. Was killing the 49ers secondary to the tune of seven catches, 124 in a touchdown. But he wasn't alone with Marcus Brown. Skinny had fun as well with three catches, 111 yards. And then we got to throw in Travis Kelsey, six catches, 98 yards. To the tune of what Patrick Mahomes threw for over 400 yards against the vaunted 49ers defense. Jimmy G did his part. I gave George Kittle. Brandon Ayu had seven catches for 82 yards. Debo Samuel, five catches for 42 yards. Rodney McLeod, the third, four catches for 65 yards. And you heard about Kiss McCaffrey's numbers earlier, so. But the 49ers are coming in, beating up on the defensive side, surprisingly. The Rams are coming off a bye week, and they should have Van Jefferson back in the receiving court. Troy Hill back in the cornerback court. Brandon Allen back, on the cent- back in the center line. When these two teams get together here in week number eight. It is America's Game of the Week. It is on Fox. It is a 425 kickoff. And I will be tuning in as the 49ers are 3-4 in the season. The Rams are 3-3. Three three. As both teams are looking up and looking at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks. Yes, the Seattle Seahawks, 4-3 and three on the season. And are in first place of the NFC West. As of right now, how things are looking. There's no reason to not bet against the 49ers because they have beaten the Rams seven times in a row. Three straight regular seasons, and they won the first one of this season. So there should be no problem or why the 49ers should be able to win this game. And plus, every time they come out losing the game, the very next week they play the Rams, they end up winning. It happened this, it happened earlier this season. The 49ers lost their, uh, they lost their game the week before they played their uh, Los Angeles Rams for that Monday night game, and you saw what happened. And now here we go again. Round two with the 49ers, and round two with Christian McCaffrey, who will probably get a more workload this week now that he had a full week of practice with the 49ers. And whatnot. As we already reviewed Monday night, we already know how to go for, for the season overall. Jimmy Garoppolo is 19 for 185, has thrown for 1,456 yards, nine touchdowns, two for a pitch. On the opposite side, Matthew Stafford, 160 completions out of 225 attempts, 1,576 yards passing, six touchdowns, and eight picks. 
Jeff Wilson Jr. has had 88 carries for 454 yards and two touchdowns. Eric Henderson has put six carries, 181 yards and two touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk, the leading receiver for the 49ers, surprisingly, it's not Debo Samuel. 32 carries, 402, three touchdowns. Well, of course, you know who the leading series for the Rams. Super Cup, 56 catches, 607 with four touchdowns. ESPN has a 53.1% in favor of the 49ers to the Rams, 46.3. Vegas says 49ers minus one and a half. And you can probably see why. Coming back off two losses in a row. Now you get to play the Rams again for the round two in Santa Clara. 49ers are scoring 20.7 points per game to the Rams, 17.3 points per game. The 49ers are giving up 19 points per game to the Rams, 21 points per game. Total total offense, 49ers are averaging 365.9 yards per game to the Rams, 335.2 yards per game. Defense. 49ers are giving up 317.1 a game to the Rams, 315.3 a game. The San Francisco 49ers are more prone to the passing game because they are having a they have allowed 226.1 yards per passing. But the rush defense is what, is what it's always been, only giving up 91 yards. The Rams are pretty much the same. The Rams have allowed 211.2 pass. Passing yards per game, rushing they only giving one hundred and four point two yards per per game. So that's something to see here, and that's what that's what the difference lies at. Because the Rams only run the ball at a seventy point five yards a clip a, a game. Forty nine run rush, they run the ball at one hundred and twenty point seven per game. But hey, we went through this last year, ladies and gentlemen. We were swept twice. We were swept three times. Last year, we were swept both times by the 49ers. And we got a third matchup with them, and we beat them in the matter of the most NFC Championship game on our way to catching the Super Bowl. They got us in week four. This is the rematch. Sean McVay, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired of losing to Kyle Shanahan the way that you've been losing to Kyle Shanahan? Uh, Matthew Stafford, are you sick and tired of being the pick six monster that you are for the opposing defenses. You being Santa Claus for the opposing defenses. Christmas cannot come early on Sunday for the 49ers, okay? They cannot come early for the 49ers on Sunday. Uh, are we going to have a running game? We're not going to play cameras off for obvious reasons. So it's Darren Henderson as the main man. Can we open up some holes and can we get Darren Henderson going in the running game? We should be getting Van Jefferson back. They should have the receiving core. Last game out, you you did target Allen Robinson, Matthew Stafford, which was good. So we're going to need all three, Cup, Jefferson, and Robinson in this game because the 49ers have given up over 400 yards passing to Patrick Mahomes last week. Now, Matthew Stafford ain't Patrick Mahomes, but he does have that talent, and he has done stuff Patrick Mahomes that everybody's glamour about Patrick Mahomes doing, but Matthew Stafford was doing it. And he's Detroit here, so they can't be thrown on. Let's do it. Let's do some smart prey calling here. They are beating up in the secondary. They are beating up on the defense. But let's get this one down, okay? If we beat them, we can take the NFC West. 
because I'm not worrying about Seattle. I don't care what Geno Smith and Kenneth Walker the third are doing up there in the Pacific Northwest. When it comes down to it, the Rams are just the better team than the Seattle Seahawks. So far, they've been getting by some pretty interesting teams that are up and down or teams that you don't really believe in. But when they played the San Francisco 49ers the first time, San Francisco laid the wood down, and that's when Jimmy Garoppolo got his job back because Trey Lance got injured, unfortunately, and we do pray for a speedy recovery for him, that he'll be ready for next year. But the San Fran already took them down once. We haven't had a meeting with them yet. That's later on in the season. Both meetings, by the way. So let's get ready for this one. Let's end this seven-game losing streak that we have to the San Francisco 49ers. That is in the regular season. And let's start marching towards the playoffs and the division crown. It has to start here, and it has to start now. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. So... When 425 gets here Sunday afternoon, Santa Clara, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, both cities will be rocking and rolling because it is round two. It is America's game of the week. It is on Fox, and all eyes will be watching the 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams go battle it one more time. Horns up, Rams house. You know how we do it here. It is Ramley Talk. I'm the playmaker down the side. I will catch y'all next week when we recap what took place at SoFi Stadium. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Don the Pegamaker signing signing off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.